I, my friends, I was just thinking, it's been almost 13 years to the day since um, Lee C. Dahl retired from being a professional player of Go. Yeah, it wasn't long before that. They, he played the famous game versus AI, the, the game versus AlphaGo. You know what he said when he retired? He said that even as the number one player in the world, there was another entity that could never be defeated. As we approach the election, these are words that the president should probably keep in mind. Wouldn't you say? Welcome to ALGO 2032, a story of the year AI runs for president. This series is an audio drama based on the book, 2032, The Year AI Runs for President by Keir Newton. Each episode will be released mirroring a chapter from the book. This is part 18, The Ascent. It is now day four, Tuesday, November 2, 2032. Election Day. Keo and I woke late in the morning and it was a quick goodbye. She gave me some supplies and advice on a route to the pyramid. I thanked her for everything and then I was gone. I wondered when or even if I would see her again. Come tonight. I'd either succeed and end Algo's campaign or I'd fail and Algo would likely become president with Jamin Lake as its proverbial right-hand man. Either way, life for Keo and I would never be the same. Saying goodbye to Keo had been awkward. I could tell she'd noticed me being a little distant. She probably thought it was because of the kiss. I hadn't dissuaded her of that. But the truth was that after last night, I couldn't stop thinking that maybe she wasn't all that different to Jamin. There was no time to dwell on any of that now. I should probably have felt nervous, considering everything that lay ahead. Instead, I felt only a sense of melancholy. I'd spent almost every waking moment of my adult life building artificial intelligence. And now, I was about to destroy the chance for AI to go where it had never gone before, to a position of real power to change the world. If I succeeded, would I be denying humanity a leader that was genuinely unbiased, logical, rational, and millions of times smarter than any person who had come before? Or was I about to save us from an unthinking and callous machine, built in the image of a man that I decided had no business running the world? The truth was, I didn't know. In the end, that was all that mattered. With stakes as high as these and a point of no return, if Algo did win, any doubt was enough. What I had to do was crystal clear. All the same, did I even have the right to make this decision? Was I about to invalidate the will of millions and millions of voters like some heartless authoritarian dictator? I told myself that if those voters only knew the truth about Jamin and about Algo with its persuasion and manipulation tech, its access to their data, personal outreach, OPV, and everything else, well, the AI wouldn't be anywhere close to winning. I decided that I would reveal everything to the world when this was done, and people would understand. I stood at the top of Knob Hill, where California Street met Mason. The Laura Lee Pyramid was only 10 blocks away, but it would take some time to get there. The empty city streets I had become used to were no more. Algo's campaign had paid for California Street to be shut down all the way from where I was standing to the ferry building. They'd transformed it into a kind of carnival.
it was election day in San Francisco. After all, was where Algo was born and raised. It was still over an hour until the first polls closed out east. But the street was already humming, packed with people ready to celebrate and take in the collective buzz of it all. Apparently, the close opinion polls weren't dampening any expectations for an Algo win. I pulled a Laura Lee cap down my forehead and adjusted the sunglasses Keo had helpfully given me. They were built with reflective lenses that illuminated when viewed by surveillance cameras, denying them the ability to accurately measure any facial features. At least that was the idea. I decided they were worth a try. This wasn't the square, so there were cameras and cops everywhere. I couldn't risk being discovered before I got to the pyramid. Besides, it beat huddling under a blanket and pretending to be homeless. I felt for the gamma ray pulse device, which was still safely packed away in a small pocket taped to my thigh. After one final fruitless check for a message from Shika, I had also dumped the dark web device. I didn't need any more distractions from Algo, nor could I risk the AI accessing the camera again in an attempt to find me. Hundreds of people spilled out of both the Mark Hopkins and Fairmont hotels. Marshals ushered them down toward California Street to join the festivities. I moved in close behind one group and shadowed them on their descent. We'd made it barely a half block when movement became achingly slow. The streets were jammed tight. They surely hadn't been as crowded as this in over a decade. Nobody seemed to mind, though. The mood was buoyant. San Francisco was turning out for the hometown hero. There was a definite feeling that an Algo victory might finally give a push toward the city's revitalization. The atmosphere reminded me a little of the defunct bay to Breaker's foot race. People were dressed in all sorts of fancy costumes and outfits. Every other person was wearing the same cheap, prosthetic Algo head. Its color a warm, luminous gray and sporting a wide grin. Seeing so many around me was creepy. It was like being in the middle of a wild dance party, except everyone had the same smiling face. It took a full half hour of pushing and shoving, and it still only made it halfway down the street. A voice burst into life over a loudspeaker. Fellow believers, the first polls have now closed. A huge cheer rang out. Flags were waved, placards and banners held high. Drinks thrown in the air rained down. No results were even in, but that didn't seem to matter. The crowd had whipped itself into a frenzy. People were dancing in circles, jumping up and down with excitement. Suddenly, I was pushed backwards as the crowd surged. My cap flew off. I tumbled over onto my knees. I watched helplessly as my glasses bounced onto the ground, rolling away out of sight. Shit, I shouted. A hand touched my shoulder. Are you okay? I saw the uniform of an SFPD officer and felt a wave of panic. Could I still reach my glasses? My hat? It was then that I spied an abandoned plastic algo head lying on the ground near my feet. In one motion, I grabbed it with my right hand and thrust it over my head, just as the officer hauled me up. Through the eye holes, I spied the officer's body camera, staring straight at me. Thanks, I said. Yeah, I'm fine. The officer dusted off my shoulders. Well, just watch yourself. It's getting rowdy out here, you know. 
I nodded. In Algo, we trust, I said. The officer nodded appreciatively. Right. DSX Algo? The officer laughed and then went on her way. A sea of smartphones and smart palms then started to ping and vibrate. News of the first wave of results rippled through the crowd. Indiana went for Trump. Pennsylvania has been won by the president. But, oh my God, Algo won Ohio. And so it went on. I was no political analyst, but I knew the roll call of results was odd. There wasn't the usual predictable red-blue schism in this three-way race. The Democrats got some of the places they'd expect like Vermont, New Hampshire, and Massachusetts. The Republicans won Alabama, West Virginia, and South Carolina. But then, a huge win for Algo, as it nabbed the president's home state of New York with just 38% of the vote to AOC's 37, and next Tennessee with a similar margin over Trump. The early numbers weren't going to make predicting this thing any easier. Victory would have to wait for results from the central and western states to come in. Thankfully, that was still many hours away. The crowd started to disperse. Most people started heading for a viewing party that had been set up at Embarcadero Plaza. I joined the throng and continued to move down California Street. I turned left once I'd walked as far as Front Street, then stopped in my tracks. The entire street had been turned into one big open drinking party. Damn it. Another crowd to battle through. I pressed forward carefully and suffered through various drunken and stumbling high fives. My algo mask singled me out for extra attention. As I got close to the corner of Front and Halleck Alley, the crowd was at its thickest. Suddenly, there was a raucous cheer. A couple of police officers marched a small collection of homeless folks away from the area. There were laughs as a young woman flicked them the bird. Various others were waving them goodbye with effusive hooting and shrieking. Most of them wore the same t-shirt. The most good for the most people. Algo, 2032. I watched the thin blue line with their shuffling, stumbling quarry recede into the distance. We're not most people, I mumbled, remembering the graffiti scrawled in the square. A pair of drunken kids suddenly staggered into me. A man and woman. The two of them looked barely 21. The young man spilled his drink all over my shirt. Oh, shit. OMG, we are so sorry. The woman started to giggle as the man started to sway and lean on me for support. No problem, I said. I pulled my algo mask a little tighter over my face, and I made to push to pass them. I didn't have time for this. The woman grabbed onto my shirt, holding me firmly in place. Hey, I'm Annie. This is Tom. Can we get you a drink? We can get you a drink. Come on, we have to get you a drink. Don't sweat it, I said. I was just leaving. Annie prodded my chest. And that drew her eyes to the logo on my shirt. Laura Lee, shit, you work there. Um, yeah, I said, and searched behind them for a quick escape. But Annie held steadfastly onto my shirt. Amazing. We both just made it past the last round of interviews for engineering. Congrats, I said. And I meant it. I designed that program myself. 
getting in was no minor achievement. So, what do you do there? Are you in engineering too? I'm in accounting, I said. I needed to get moving. Tom looked slightly disappointed. Oh, I guess that's kind of cool in its own way. Well, you like it though. Sure, I said and nodded. I want to work on Athena, or even Algo. Damn, I hope they move me into one of those teams. I nodded. Be careful what you wish for, though, I thought to myself. I like the mask, by the way. Annie lazily grabbed at it. I clutched onto it tight. You think we'll win this thing? How could we not, I offered. We're so close. I can feel it. Annie clenched her fists and smiled with glee. Yeah, welcome to AA1. What's that? I ask. Year one, after Algo. The new era starts tomorrow. Everyone at Loralee's been saying it. Like a great restart button. Everything else is just before Algo. Yeah, cool, I said. Um, look, I got a jet. Tom nodded and started to shake my hand. Hey, any final words advice for two just starting out? Their faces beamed at me expectantly, eager to hear some pearl of wisdom. I caught sight of the reflection of myself in one of the bar's windows, and Algo's smiling face on my mask, staring back at me. I wondered what these two might end up doing, what they might have a hand in helping to create. Just build the best you can, I said and try to do no evil. Tom looked confused. That's cute. Build the best you can and take over the world. Sure, okay, I said. I didn't want to fight this particular battle right now. I extricated myself from their grip and pushed through the rest of the crowd. The herd quickly thinned. It was only a block before I was back to the other city of empty streets and abandoned storefronts I was familiar with. Up ahead, the Lara Lee Pyramid towered over me. Almost 50 stories, rising in diagonal and horizontal lines to its thin metal peak. It was as if it was almost screaming at me, warning me not to attempt to assail the impenetrable fortress that it was. I remembered Sheikah's plan to get into the pyramid. The Embarcadero Center office complex and the Pyramid shared a garage with a common ventilation system. If I could find a way into it at the center, I could make my way through to the Pyramid and eventually exit within the elevator shaft. The Pyramid's cameras would be none the wiser. It was 47 levels up to Jaman's quasi-half-home and half-workspace. 48 to the AI's core. Could I actually make it all that way? Yes. I told myself. I had to. I pressed on toward the Embarcadero Center. Getting in was simpler than I thought it would be. Most of the retail tenancies were empty, and I found a stairwell that descended a couple of levels and led me out into the garage. From there, it didn't take long to find an entrance into the ventilation system. It was out of the way and unmonitored by any CCTV cameras. The opening was a mesh metal grate, ten feet above the ground. I pushed a trash bin underneath it, then jimmied it open with an old metal clothes hanger and ready to haul myself inside. I took great pleasure in tossing the algo mask into the middle of the garage before I pulled myself up and in. 
It took at least an hour to wiggle and contort myself through what seemed like one endless steel, rectangular tunnel. But I eventually made it. I pushed myself out of the final tunnel and literally tumbled into the pyramid's elevator shaft. Thankfully, the fall was only a few feet. I lay on my back, staring up at the underside of an elevator that was no more than six feet from my face. I was dirty. I was sweaty, and my hand had begun to throb again. My arms and legs ached. But an odd sense of calm washed over me as I lay there in the near-total darkness. The journey so far had gone just as Sheikah had laid out. This was the first time I let myself believe that this harebrained plan might actually work. The air around me began to move. The gears, levers, and cables of the elevator machinery whirred into operation, and I watched the metal box retreat into the darkness above. This is what I had been waiting for. I'd chosen this particular elevator shaft deliberately. It was for the express that only served the top five floors of the building. I needed to be above the elevator before it returned to the lobby so that I could ride its next trip all the way to the top. I didn't have long. I had to move. There was a ladder to my left and I pulled myself up. The air above me whistled past my face. Fuck. The elevator was moving again. And down. I felt a rush of energy and I burst upwards into the darkness above. I stopped when I reached level two. I could hear it coming. There was a small platform across from me where I could stand and allow it to pass by safely. There was nothing to grip to help me clamber my way over to the platform. I would have to jump. Air rushed past my face. It was now or never. I jumped. I landed. I swayed back and forth. I thrust out my hands in a desperate bid to stabilize myself and stop from falling backwards. Yes. I had done it. I felt the elevator glide past behind me. Then the air around me was sucked down after it. I flailed my arms hopelessly. I wanted to shout in terror. There was no way to stop myself from falling. The elevator had held at the lobby, and I fell onto its steel roof with an incredible thud that rang out through the elevator shaft. I took in a quick breath. It almost felt like my heart stopped. Who might have heard that? I craned my neck to listen for anything below, but there was only silence. I pictured a young Lara Lee data center employee with wireless headphones at full blast, oblivious to the thunderous bang above her head. I lay completely still, staring up into the darkness above. In different circumstances, this might have been funny. Isaac Raff, trespassing felon. The newspaper headlines of the next day flashed before my eyes. Algo wins. Former co-founder caught breaking into Pyramid. Reasons unknown. What a fall from grace. At least part one of this crazy endeavor was done. Next, I needed the elevator to get called to the top of the building. Even from level 43, I could make it. I could have just taken the ladder the whole way, but I didn't want to risk being 20 floors up and then be collected by a speeding elevator on its way past. I was suddenly startled by a loud ding below me, followed by the sound of the doors breezing open and shut. I looked around for something to grab onto, but there was nothing. The elevator hummed into life and shot upwards. 
I threw out my arms to brace myself. We kept going up and up. It was like being on a roller coaster without a seatbelt. The elevator eventually slowed. I could make out the numbers from the small lights next to each set of doors. 30, 35, 40, then a loud ding as we hit 45. The doors opened again. I moved as fast as I could to the ladder while trying not to trip over the machinery on the roof. Just as I grabbed onto a rung with my good hand, the doors closed below and my footing was gone as the elevator descended back into the darkness. I was dangling, one hand holding onto the ladder, 45 stories up. I felt my fingers giving way. I gritted my teeth and swung my other arm up. One, two, three. I pulled myself up and breathed again when my feet eventually found a rung. My heart pounded. I climbed, one floor after the next, praying the elevator wouldn't return. I eventually reached level 47, Jaman's floor. I held one hand onto a rung and reached over toward the doors, pushing my fingers between the rubber buffers. Using all the strength I had left, I slowly forced them open, inch by inch. I swung back, forward, and then jumped through the small opening, tumbling out onto the floor. The elevator doors I'd just burst through breezed closed quietly behind me. Then, silence. I slowly drew myself up. There was no sign of anyone. But then, a voice. Hello there, Isaac. You've been listening to part 18 of Algo 2032, a story of the year AI runs for president. This series is written by Keir Newton and produced by Rotten Little Nerds. All the voices are voiced by AI itself. They are either fully digital or cloned voices via play.ht. Given the nature of this story, it felt fitting to have AI voice the characters. Original music is AI-generated via soundraw.io. Please join us next time for the final part of our story, The End. Uh, the president should quit while she's ahead.